For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Give attention to my words. Merry Christmas to all of you. Why don't you turn to about seven, 17 people and wish them Merry Christmas to you, my dear brother. 17 at least. So, no matter what they say, you stand at one place, you will move, and if you don't know the person's name, it will be good to know it. For Jesus, shout a bigger Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, Father. Thanks a million for the joy of serving you, for the joy of knowing you, of being in your house with your people. And this morning as we come to the word of God, we ask that you will open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of your law. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. I'm very happy to see all of you this morning on this beautiful Christmas morning. Hallelujah. Oh yes. Today I am preaching on memorials that fight forgetfulness. Yes. I'm on chapter 9. Yesterday I was on chapter 8. So I'm on chapter 9. But I want to begin from John chapter 1. And uh, verse number one, every time we come for Christmas, around Christmas, there are familiar verses of scripture that are read. 
that must be read. Um, there are scriptures that must be known and, and must be read publicly and openly. And uh, it will be good sometimes to read some of these scriptures in your home. Some of you, your house, the walls have never heard scriptures before. Yes. So, I am trusting God that you will be changing gradually. Because if you were not trained in something, yesterday we saw that there are gaps in our upbringing. And it's not anybody's fault. Nobody is perfect enough to father you holy like God the Father will do. And so there are gaps. Anybody trying to bring you up, train you up, they will definitely have gaps. And God puts you in families, biological families, even sometimes secular people you meet. Some of them also slot in a few of the puzzles to complete the picture because there are gaps and you need to recognize that there are gaps and therefore you are not complete as you are you are not complete as a person you are not complete as a wife you are not complete i'm not complete as a pastor in fact recently i made um i i came to a self-realization that I have been under great deception, self-deception, that I have been deceiving myself, that I'm doing great when I know that I'm not doing great. As I analyzed myself, I had to readjust myself. And by the grace of God, I'm readjusting. You know, because I'm still, I'm still develop, I'm still work in progress. The fact that you are called bishop doesn't mean that you are perfect. Just like how you are called Mrs. and you are not perfect. So also if you are bishop, you are not perfect. Or if you are called pastor. Or that maybe you are wearing a nice dress. Some people think that when you see somebody who is beautiful, the person can't be demon possessed. You see. But some of the beauties in the world are witches. And some, some of the Handsome Mr. Garners with nice shoulders. They are wizards. Full of demons. And so you don't have to be so... I mean, let me calm down so I can preach. I'm going to preach short, so I want to calm down faster. When I'm up there, my introduction is longer. Because you are very far from me. So I want to look sound very academic and dignified and very theological it's like I'm a very learned bishop so I take my time and introduce my thing with a certain homiletical arrangement but when I come down I feel like I'm a shepherd (laughs) yes I can feel the sheep Uh it's beautiful so I'm talking today about memorials that fight forgetfulness because we are learning that remembrance or not forgetting is the master key to gratitude. And so showing gratitude for what God has done or what uh, people have done in your life is based on something to remember. And when you, you don't have remembrances and certain notes of... Even like, like we, we don't write journals, like we don't make notes. If something good happens in your life, you won't write 
if something bad happens in your life, you won't write. Not that, okay, m- most of the time, the bad ones, you, you don't write, but you record. Yeah, you put it in your hard drive. So a lot of our hard drive... Hey, is that Harriet? Are you serious? Wow! You are welcome, isn't it? <laughs> wow! Harriet used to be my administrator for many years. And then, through prophetic words... I see you going to London. I see you go to her. She found herself working in London now. So, but I told her that this is my prophecy. They are meant for you to go and come. So it's not. That's why maybe she has started coming. I don't want my church to finish. One pastor told me. He said he, he last year. I'm sure his church is about maybe 200 or 200 and something. He said he lost about 45 to 50 people through relocations to UK, US, Canada, different places. So he lost about... I said, hey, if you have a church of 200 and something people and you lose 45, that's a lot of people. And I told him that it's because of how you preach and prophesy. You should add that. I see you going and coming. Uh-huh. There must be a caveat. Yes. So that you are blessed to prosper, to go to London, but you come back. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll be, you be prophesying your members out. The other day, a young man came to see me. He said, oh, he has got a job in the UK. He's leaving on Wednesday. I said, hey, go and bring two souls before you leave. I need two souls to replace you before you leave. <laughs> so he's on assignment. I'm going to check today whether he has completed the assignment. You can't just believe in my church like that. I'm not prophesying on you to go away. I'm prophesying you to prosper here. Uh-huh. That's why I say the chairs are here, millionaires. You people, you are sitting on some people's chairs, though, so uh, you have your own chairs. Okay, okay, okay. You are, you are practicing how to sit on it as millionaires. Yes, I want the millionaires in my chair. Not that when I prophesy, then now you are a, an oil mogul. Then you go to the Emirates, you bring oil, but now you live in Dubai. So, ah, what behavior is that? Stay in Ghana here, no. There are nice places here. Ghana is also secure. And Ghana is a very peaceful land and so on. Never mind the roads are being made, you know. Hopefully by the time elections come, most roads would have been done. Yeah. As we can see right in front of us, our road is being done. Next time you are coming here, your car will be on a very nice asphalt. Asphalt. Mm. Some of you, you have Apple watches, Samsung watches that are counting your steps. And your steps are not correct. Because when on our type of roads... The watches respond to the bumps. So you say, ah, you have done 15,000 steps. But honestly, the 15,000 steps, they are all... You are just at one place, only that your car is moving up and hundred steps. 25 steps. So you are counting the steps. Thousands of steps, but you are at one place. Who are you deceiving? Next time you are on a rough road, stop the watch. <laughs> and then finish the rough road and then start again. Or, or if you like, look at the steps, you'll be surprised that you have done 3,000 steps just going on some roads. It's too powerful. Hey! But it will be done. 
So we are blessed to be experiencing what we are experiencing. And I, I believe that today when I share what I'm sharing, it will help us to take these services more seriously. So I'm beginning from John 1. This scripture must be read and must continue to be read in the church. In the beginning, I want us all to read it together. As a matter of fact, with reverence to Jesus. Today is his birthday. And today we are celebrating the birthday. When it was even when I was 60, um, we, we had a very special service that we're all here. So if Jesus' birthday is today, we should also make it a bit special. So please stand up. Let's read this from verse 1 to 14. And please, don't tell me you can't read. Even if you can't read, when somebody says that thing, say it with him. It will work. We go. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you glad you were able to read the scriptures? God bless you. Please take your seat. And I add Matthew chapter 1 and verse 2. 20. He says, the angel comes to Mary. The Bible says, okay, the birth of Jesus was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, he was, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not willing to make her a public example was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Verse 21. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people 
from their sins. So this is why God became flesh or God came to be with us. The Bible calls him Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God with us. Emmanuel is not God is with us. It's a different translation or meaning. When they say God is with us, it means that he's on our side, he, he supports us, he's not angry with us, he is with us. God with us means himself has arrived. God with us. So Emmanuel meant God with us, not just God is with us. Somebody can be with you and the person is not on your side. Somebody can be with you. And even you can have a wife in the house. She is with you. But she is not with, she is not with you. <laughs> Are you listening to me? Or you can have a husband who is with you. You live together, you sleep on the same bed, but he's not with you. He's not on your side. He's, he, he's somewhere else. His heart is somewhere, his mind is somewhere, his money is somewhere. <laughs> but he's with you. He's in the house. So it's a, it's a different meaning when they say God with us. That's why the scripture says that in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. He's trying to say that this word he's talking about is God himself. And then he says that the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. Then he says in him was life and the life became the light of men. Then he says and the word became flesh. So that means that this word which is God which made all things and that without him was not anything made that was made this god is the one who has come here he's the one who has come here he's the creator himself the one who made all things is the one who has come here that's what he's trying to say so it's not emmanuel meaning that god is with us god is on our side i think there's a song like that god is on our side something 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 yeah as usual, these people, they have to start from the top. So, if the song doesn't start from the top, they don't know which song you are singing. <laughs> it's like a timetable. When you start from 717, 72, 14, and then they give you 78. It's like, hey, 78. 78. 71. You have to start from 71 before you get to 7. Oh, 78. Okay. Then you give the answer. Are you there? You've gone home. So God with us. That is why Christmas Day is not just a day to just, oh, I just want to be at home. You see, this is what the heathen and the godless and the antichrist spirit is doing in our modern times. And as Christians, we need to stand our ground and say, no, it's not insignificant. 
it is the day that God came into our world. The, the creator of the world, he took on him the form of a man and was formed, uh, found in fashion as a man. And he came here and walked on the earth. God walked here. He walked where I walk. He walked where I walk. He stood where I stand. He stood where I stand. He he felt what I feel. He understands. He under. He knows my frailty. He knows my frailty. He felt. He shared my humanity. Shared my humanity. Tempted in every way. Tempted in every way. Yet without sin. Yet without sin. God with us. So close to us. God with us. Emmanuel. Oh. God with us. So close to us. God with us, Emmanuel. One of a, one of a hated, hated race is the Jews. They are hated. Germans killed Hitler under Hitler, 50 million of them. And up to today, they are still a hated race. One of a hated race. One of a hated race. Stung by the prejudice. Stung by the prejudice. He suffered injustice. Suffering injustice. Yet he forgave. Yet he for wept for my wickedness. He paid for my paid for my wickedness he died in my place he died in my place that I might live God with us so is it you see why you don't understand what has happened and they are singing this song you don't even you can't put yourself in it you are just like what is a song what is a song in the coming few weeks i'll be launching us into a new wave of worship and praise in the church yes yeah i want you to be a singing people a worshiping people a praising church a singing type of believer yeah 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 yeah. because some people don't know the power and effect of singing it's called there is the word is tehila yeah, to praise him in the song. Tehila. 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 You don't tehila. You don't know what emotions you don't stir up. Because God made you not as a statue. God made you a talking, singing creature. Oh yes. With emotions and feelings. And, and when you sing properly and activate the, the, the sensitivities of the emotions that are in you, created by the creator himself, you become a complete person. Depression is in the world. Singing will drive away depression. 
The Bible says that laughter doeth good like medicine. You don't know what is happening when you are, your heart is filled. The psalmist says that my heart is filled with, with a good theme. I recite my, I will sing to my king. I will recite my verses to my king. You don't know what is happening. That's why when they say sing, you won't sing. When the Israelites met there, I don't know why I'm preaching my, my preaching before I preach, but I'm preaching, this is becoming the coming days. Yes. When they met the three nations of Mount Siah, the Ammonites and the Moabites, the Bible says that God told them, don't fight, don't take arm, don't take shield and buckler. I'm your God, I'll fight for you. I'll fight for you. So all you have to do is to just praise the beauty of holiness. Oh yes. And when they began to praise God and to sing praises and to sing, what would have happened to Israel if they had not sung? And you are in the church, you will never sing. Yeah, I don't know the song. Songs are lent. Bible says sing a new song. Songs are lent. Songs are, they don't drop. They are, even nursery rhymes, you, 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 you learn them. Hey, since I got my this, my grandchildren have become a nursery boy again. My head, my shoulders, my knees, my toes. My head, my shoulders, my knees, my toes. My head, my shoulders, my knees, my toes. They all belong to him. Oh yeah, my head, my shoulders. We, we, we better go fast. Then they will say it's faster now. We are going faster. My head, my knees, my my head, my shoulders, my knees, my toes. My head, my shoulders. My, my, my little children. You see them, they are going up and down like that. They are learning. It's not something that is, comes upon you when you just you are born into the world. It's something that you learn. So you see them in front of the television. My little girl said, the boy, he will sing, but he won't do the action. The girl, he said, my head, my shoulders, my knees, my toes. Then when I'm doing it, she'll be looking at me. She's surprised that I can do. I said, hey, I am 61 years old. I must know a thing or two more than you who just came into this world. <laughs> songs are learned and songs are sung. Job said, where is my God who gives song in the night? Because there's a time in night season. In the night season, God gives a song. And the song is to be sung. And when Paul and Silas were in the prison and they sang praises and prayed, the prisoners heard them. And the Bible says that God also heard their praise. And suddenly, against the predictions of the meteorologians, <laughs> earthquake came down. Earthquake. They had not predicted. Uh, there was, it's like right now, if they say that there's going to be a storm, everybody says, ah, how, when? Because it's like a storm. How, where will it come from? But if we are here and we are praising and God descends with an, a storm, we will know that it is God who has created it. And it, it was engineered, orchestrated, and, and, and tuned by our praise and our worship. And the prison doors opened. Their stocks were opened. God came down. God will come down into your life. God will come down. Yeah. Are you listening to me? So, I'm talking about God with us. So close to us. God with us. Emmanuel. This is what Christmas is about. Emmanuel is here. And to the glory of God, he is still here with us. 
He is still here with us. And in the life or in working with God, you will learn that there are memorials. Okay? There are points of notes or points of note to remember. Something to remember, to remind you of things. So when the Israelites were with God, He began with them. He instituted many, many memorials to help them remember important things. So there are memorial feasts, number one, memorial feasts. There were three main feasts instituted of God for Israel to help them commemorate various significant milestones and events in their history. That's why we, our history, history is very important for us. In Ghana, we have history. They tell us that on the 6th of March, the fathers of our nation won for us independence from our colonial masters. Because until that time, we were in our own land, but it was not for us. Some people from Britain had taken over our land and were dictating where we go, where we stay, where we eat, when we eat, what, how we work, where we go. They, they were the main organizers and leaders of our nation. Until these, our six uh, founders, or five, six founders led by um, the late Osagefo. Osagefo, Osagefo is a title. It's an accolade. It's not his name that was given to him by his father or mother. Osagefo is uh, the deliverer of the masses. Osa. Osagefo. Osahini Christo, like the, the, the king of the lord of the hosts. Uh-huh. Osa. Is that not so? Like a multitude. Like an army. Osa. Jefo. It's like the one who delivers the people from their enemies. Osa Jefo. So he Osa Jefo, Dr. Kwame Nkoma. Uh-huh. Not Osa. Frio. <laughs> he wants to collect the Osa. Osa Jefo. No. He wants to pass through the Osa. It's new Osa. No, it's not Osa Jefo. It's Osa and in case you are Osakra, what Osa have you did? Which Osa, which Jeff is you? Which <laughs> some people are tempting you that your hair cry, you have not been able to save it. Then you want to save the whole nation. <laughs> you have brought yourself to them right now this morning. <laughs> are you there still? So he won for us that freedom. Ghana, land of freedom. 6th March has since then become a major memorial for Ghanaians. We can't go to, we are not supposed to go to work. Yes. We are supposed to have March past. We are supposed to showcase our military might. Is that, is that also part of 6th March? Yes. That now we are a sovereign nation. And we have, uh, we have ammunition, and we have soldiers, soldiers who can dive through fire. Yes, <laughs> yes, soldiers who can uh, be somersaulting on tracks 
and doing all kinds of acrobatics. We are no longer those type of um, these type of village boys who have no, no slippers and sandals that you came to colonize. Now when you are coming, you better get ready because look at our ammunition. You will be showcasing them. Then you will see our uh, air force. This is a show, show. Then you will say, hey! It's like, wow, Ghana is strong. <laughs> Forever, it is etched in our history as something to remember. You can't just say when it is six months at me, I don't care. I'm going to work. Go to work, you'll see there's nobody in town. Even to get transport, if you don't have your own car, you can easily get public transport to go to certain places. It is that important. And why not the day that Emmanuel arrived on our earth? Why not? So in the history of the Israelites, there were three feasts. The, the feast of Passover in Exodus 12, 12 he says, For I will go through the land of Egypt on that night and will strike down all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgments. I am the Lord. Then he says, continue, he says, verse 13, And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. Pass over. It's from that thing. I will pass over you. You see, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy. Because this was the last plague God brought. He was going to kill every firstborn in every home. And they were supposed to kill a lamb and then they, they smeared the blood on their doorposts. He says, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. So that's what brought the name, the word Passover. I will pass over you. Then he says... Um, I will pass over you and the place shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Verse 14 says, verse 14, verse 14, verse 14, and this day, this day, this day shall be unto you for a memorial and ye shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. Ye shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever. The day that God passed through the land were his angel to kill the firstborns and it was on that note that Pharaoh said, no, 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 no. This is now too much. I've seen flies, I didn't budge. I've seen hailstones, I didn't budge. I've seen locusts, I didn't budge. I've seen frogs, I didn't budge. I've seen my water turn to blood, I didn't budge. I've seen flies, I didn't budge. But, ah, I've seen lice like a yeah. Have you seen lies in recent times? Eh? It's, it's, it's out, of, out of... It has gone... It has stinked. But, uh, uh, about the villages, maybe some other place. But in Accra, I don't think... It's because of maybe how they use perming and things. And I think it has killed all the lies in the system. And then the men too, they cut down, cut down, cut down. So there's no hair for the lies to... But at first when we were younger, our hair was bushy. So there was something, some, some small, small insects. Is it insects? Insects called lice. A G. Yeah. And, and you kill them in, in your thumbs like this. You put it on top of one thumb. Then you crush it. Then you hear, ta! 
And I was told when, I, and then you see your blood come out. I was told when I was younger that when you kill it like that, you have collected your blood back. <laughs> yeah. And I believe that if mosquitoes bite you and you kill them, and you see them, like, ah, my Jimmy Moja, I've collected my blood back. <laughs> How we believe it. Forever, this day, that God slew the children and Pharaoh said, this one is too much. Now they are, go, 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 go. The Bible says, God said, he will, he will send you away in haste. And he gave them a strategy to borrow, tell them that they are going to do a feast party. Be, you know, strategy, be like, we need earrings. You know how it is when you are going for a party and you don't have certain things. You go, oh, your big sister is, oh, sister, can I have your this? Fascinator, this one will match with my, my blue dress, my this, or even sometimes a whole dress, you see, from your cousin or your sister or even your neighbor. You go and collect a blue dress. Yeah. Some of you, when you are coming from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, laboro. <laughs> you borrowed everything. So they borrowed gold, earrings, chains, everything. And then on that day, when Pharaoh said, go, 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 go. They left Egypt with gold and silver in abundance. It was finished, cry. They finished Egypt. It's a type of men's gold. <laughs> you see, so God told them that, so this day, this particular day, it cannot just be something that every, when it comes, it's like, oh, it won't be anything. It's, no, 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 no. Because God brought you out with a strong arm. An outstretched hand. You can't just. So it's, it's wrong to have a day like Christmas and say, oh, you know, be anything. The day that Emmanuel, God Himself, arrived here, that day is nothing. But you, your arrival here is something. You, you are born 14th November, 15th November, 18th December. You cry, you say you are, your birthday must be remembered. And when your beloved doesn't remember, you fry your face. Me, I've told people, uh, uh, don't tempt me with your birthday, I will, I will fall. So in advance, you can crucify me if you want. But I'm not here to remember birthdays. If it's your birthday, just tell me it's your birthday. I wish you a happy birthday. Finish. And whether you tell me or I know it by supernatural means, it's your birthday. The day has come. And even if the day passes, I can still wish you happy birthday that I didn't wish you yesterday. I can wish you one week, one month. Ah, it was your birthday last month. Eh? I didn't remember. Oh, happy birthday to you. May you live long and prosper. Are you telling me that because I didn't say it on that day, it doesn't, it doesn't work? It works. So what I'm trying to show you is that God does not like when significant things he has done in your life are just wished away. I just swiped away as though they were nothing. It's not nothing. It's not nothing. People's children died. Firstborns died. Every home in Egypt. Hey, boy, my son is dead. Then some firstborn son who is on the farm. He says he, he doesn't want to come to town. But even in the farm, the angel of the Lord will be there. It's only in a home where the blood has been smeared. Will there be deliverance? He says, so this day, this day must never be forgotten. That's why it's called the Passover. It was the purpose of the feast was to remind the children of Israel of their deliverance from the bondage of Egypt. 
Number two, the feast of Pentecost. The feast of Pentecost. In Exodus 23, 16, he says, Also, hmm, shall you shall you also you shall observe the feast of the harvest of the first fruits of your labors from what you sow in the field. Also the feast of the ingathering at the end of the year when you gather in the fruit of your labors from the field. This is called the feast of the harvest. It was also called the feast of Pentecost. It's the day that you brought in the harvest. It's not, it's not, it's not something that you can just say it doesn't matter. It matters that God has given you a harvest it's important that on the day you gather your harvest, you celebrate it properly. You can't just say that, oh, it will not be anything. You see, those, those things, they are a sign of villageness. In Krasisem, it's like nobody remembers birthday. It doesn't matter. Now, you birthday No, it's not the Biyayeda. It's not the Biyayeda. The day you came through your mother's legs, it's a very powerful day because some mothers died. And some mothers never will remain the same. Some of them, their stomachs change forever. And some of them, their beauty was turned to ashes from that very day because of you. And you are saying it's nothing. It's not nothing. It's something, Papa. That's why when you are a child and you rise up to curse your father or to insult your mother, the Bible says that the ravens of the air, they will pluck out your eyes and the young eagles will eat them. Because the sort of curse that must come on you is not normal. Oh, Namsana, some ravens, they'll remove your two eyes and then the young eagles will fight with them and collect your eyes and eat was what your mother has done to carry you nine months when you couldn't speak, when you couldn't walk, when you couldn't eat, when you couldn't do anything. She did, she ate for you, she slept for you, she moved for you, she did everything for you and supplied you with food in your, in your stomach and sheltered you. She didn't charge you anything. Shelly Caesar. That old musician in America, she sang a song. She said, I remember Mama. Huh? And the love that she gave. She said, one day she went to school and she was, I think we were laughing at her or something like that. And then, and then she had holes in her shoes and people used to laugh at her and so on. So she came to Mama and said she doesn't want her to ever engage. She, but mama doesn't, I, I forget the story, but something to the effect that her mother has not done anything for her by, by letting her go to school with holes in her shoes and, and her bread is not battered or something like that. And then she, her mama said that, look, let me tell you what I have done for you. Yeah. In fact, I think she said she was going to charge the mother. Like when she works, five dollars for everything she does, you know, for sweeping, for cleaning the table. Eh? And what? Something is this to stood. It's like if I carry dustbin, rubbish for you to go and throw away, it's, it's, it's a, they give you a bill. Yes. 
Yes, he says, yeah. In the last he gave. I remember mama in a happy way. We went to school with holes in our shoes. We didn't have much, but the Lord saw us through. Mama kept the family together. She packed our lunch in an old greasy bag. It might have seemed empty, but it was more than others had. It had a lot of love way down deep inside. Yes, it did. I remember Mama in a happy way. Now, Mama is sleeping in the bosom of Jesus. One day I'll see her face. My brother says, But no, there's a story behind this. This one is the story. Uh My sister's little boy came in the kitchen one evening while she was fixing supper and he handed her a piece of paper. So the sister's boy, son, handed a piece of paper to her mother, his mother, the boy's mother. And he handed her a piece of paper. And, and he had been writing on, uh, she had been writing on it. And after wiping her hands on an apron, the mother, she took it in her hands and read it. And this is what it said. For mowing the yard, $5. For making up my own bed this week, $1. For going to the store, 50 cents. And playing with little brother while you went shopping, 25 cents. (laughs) You see, the mothers are saying no problem. (laughs) Taking out the trash, $1. And for getting a good report card, $5. Just say, what could school cry? No way, defensor. You are charging your mother, $5. Hey! Then, and for raking the yard, two dollars total, fourteen dollars seventy-five. It's not even a lot, fourteen dollars seventy-five cents. So, well, she looked at him standing there and expecting a thousand memories, and and she said a thousand memories flashed through her mind. So she picked up the pen and turned the paper, and this is what she wrote: For the nine months I carried you. Holding you inside me, no charge. For the nights I sat up with doctors around you and prayed for you to, to, uh, to, to prayed for you to recover, no charge. For the time and tears and the cost through the years, there is no charge. When you add it all up. The full cost of my love is no charge. For the nights filled with gray and the worries ahead, no charge. For the advice and the knowledge and the cost of your college, no charge. For the toys, school and clothes. And for wiping your nose, there's no charge. Some mother is even shouting, sucking the phlegm from your nostrils when you couldn't breathe. No charge. Hey! There's no charge, my son. When you add it all, the real cost of my love is no charge. After the mom finished talking to her little boy, he looked up at her great big whatever oral and then and, and, and with tears in his eyes he said mama I sure do love you and then reached out his hand and got the letter he had sent to the mother written to the mother and turned it over and wrote 
in big, in great big words, paid in full. When you add it all up, the real cost of my love is no charge. That's why, when you don't remember, you can just look at one, two, three things and say, Hey, I've done this for you. I've done this for you. You don't appreciate. When you think of it, you see that what they have done for you, eh, you, 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 you shouldn't even be thinking of a charge. You owe so much. You owe your life. That's why God has blessed you. You, you can go and work. Eh? When you get your salary at the end of the month, and God says that, ah, I gave you life. You, you, you can see the bank balance, the notification has come. Bala! Ding dong! 23,418 has been deposited into your account by your company. And God says that that day is significant. So that day, take your first and your best and take out your tithe and honor God with it and declare that you have sustained me and preserved me. Lord, here is, here is, here is a token, just this one to you to say that you are still in my life. You hold my life. Jesus, the man of Galilee, whether day or night, rain or shine, he leads the way. He stills the raging storms of my life, gives me peace. No man has loved me as he has done. Shedding his blood for me. Oh, what a friend. This is one of the songs that when I was learning guitar, I used to learn. Is you can play it in key, key, key C. C, F, G7. One, one. Four, four, five, 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 it was you who allowed my boss to even sign the check for us to get us. It was you. All along, it was you. It wasn't because I'm intelligent. See, when you pay tithe, that's what it means. And that's why I say Passover and the uh, Feast of Pentecost is to remind you that this harvest is not your making. It's from God. He instituted a feast to remind them that your harvest is not from your effort, from God. And because we often we are like people, we don't want to memorialize things. That's why sometimes we just pass on it like, oh, when I get my salary, oh, it just came. You just start chopping. You don't even think of the day it came, what it means in your life. And he instituted it. That's why we have instituted Christmas. That this is 21st December. For, for forever and ever, we must, as Christians, hallow this day and say it is the day Emmanuel. Emmanuel. God with us. God arrived. 
God, not God is with us, but God himself arrived. It's a significant day. Some people say, oh, well, but, you know, it looks like, um, rather it was in somewhere in April, but it looks like because of certain heathen feasts around December, the Christians have altered, it doesn't matter. Look, once you are here, Kwabons, if even your date of birth is not known, and nobody knows your date, just choose one of the days, because you are here. So, future day be a nice amount. Nakam, that's my birthday. And then just start memorializing it that this is the day I arrived on earth. And this is the day Emmanuel, God with us. God came into our world. He came into our world. He came from heaven to earth to show the way from the earth to the cross. My debt to pay from the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky. Lord, I lift your name on that's it don't make it nothing when you do that you are not being spiritual spiritual people memorialize when Jacob had a dream the day he had the dream a stone was his pillow and the dream was angels ascending and descending say hey this is nothing but the house of God here is the place a holy place the Lord was here and I knew not wow this is nothing but the house of God. He called the place Bethel. Beth's house. El is God's a God's house. This place. Then he told God, if you bless me, I'll give you a tithe. When this place, this stone that I put you, I'm putting, I'm setting up a pillar, an altar here. I'm putting an altar here. When I return and I get to this place, this will be your house. I will build you a house here. I proposed to my wife on the 26th of August, 1989. I married her on the 16th of March, 1991. We had our firstborn on the 18th of July, 1995, 93. Then our second born was 22nd August, 1995. They are not insignificant dates. I, I, I should remember them. The fact that you don't remember, you don't take notes. I remember where I was working. I had gone for, uh, I was an MC at a, a wedding. Hoakley and Wada Jitty's wedding. I was the MC. When I finished, the fire of the atmosphere was too much. And I had been wasting this girl for a long time. I had not spoken the word. She had been coming. That, that January, she brought me a basket for my birthday with uh, cake and other nice things. Oh, the love was growing stronger, stronger, stronger. 26th of August, I told her that I'm feeling something. <sighs> Around Cuckoo Hill, Osu Cuckoo Hill. Ntayowa, that lane. We were just walking there. I visited her. We were walking. We were taking a stroll. I was working. I was looking at her. I was looking, her eyes were shining. She, she was already in love with me, but I just had to formalize. Because if I had not proposed, she would have died. Because... The way I, I am, no. If you don't, you will die. Yeah. Her love was very strong. Hey. She liked me, oh. Hey. Her mother. When I come to the house, I'm like a prince who had come to the house. Hey. Her sisters, everybody liked me. If I had not married her, she would have died. 
she would have committed suicide. You can tell her she knows it's true. She will just say that I have the microphone, but she knows that it's true. Maybe now she has married, she's now missus, she has the children, she's now a grandmother. She say, Oh me, how kind. No, it's you rather. Hey, you know it already. You know it already. <laughs> Give the Lord a shout. But you don't remember. You have to remember. And that's why a day like this and a season like this must be marked. And must be marked with such usefulness. Do you see? To also make relevant why he came. He came to save his people from their sins. So Jesus is not just here to just give us a day to celebrate. We celebrate it, but always it helps us to remember the reason why he came. That's why we re- always read those scriptures. We always read the scriptures. The angel announced it. For his name shall be called Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Very easily, we, a lot of things when you are given to you, they just fade. They just fade. They change in their reason. And if you don't memorialize things and mark them with something that makes you remind... That's why Jesus left us the communion. Even with the communion, he said, when you eat the bread and you drink the wine, you show the lost deathly come. Even with that one, still you see that we, are changed. we have changed. We don't preach about Jesus. We don't talk about the blood. Why did he shed his blood? Why? Why did Jesus come and shed his blood? Why? It's faded from our minds. People think that church is to come and meet somebody and marry the person, have children, and just have a beautiful home and watch your television. No, it's not like that. It's not like that. Christianity is not just a religion or a society where we come and meet our friends. No, 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 no. Emmanuel. And Emmanuel came because Emmanuel had to come because our sins are the most powerful force that we are contending with in this life. Sin. And here comes somebody, a spotless lamb of God, who is here to wash away from us from all our sins. And we need to remind ourselves, that's why he memorialized, Passover was memorialized, uh, Pentecost was memorialized for the feast, for the harvest. Then number three was the feast of tabernacles. When you read my book, you will see all the things that are written under it. The Feast of Tabernacles. In Leviticus 23.43, Leviticus 23.43 says, That your generations may know that I made the children of Israel to dwell in booths when I brought them out of the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Start from the, the, uh, the, the, the verse, verse um, before. Yeah. And ye shall keep it a feast unto the Lord seven days in the year. You see, even the feast is seven days, not just one. 
But you see, when we were honoring our bishop who died recently, Bishop Okubo Teduku, we, we, we did three services, three days. Because the sort of person, the impact and effect he had on people, what we felt one day was couldn't capture it well enough. One pastor told me, he's not even a pastor of our church. He said, I sat down and watched the service five hours. Man, I didn't even know that it was five hours. He said, he watched the whole service five hours on Facebook after the funeral. And that was one day. There was a service the day before. There was a service the day before to showcase the impact. And even there's a service in Abidjan. There was a service in Zimbabwe. Yes. Because when you want to honor somebody, honor is nice. And honor can be for several days. Even when some kings die, they, they keep them sometimes. Yes, they have not buried them. <laughs> They will, they, will, they will do various things, but he will not be buried. Then after seven years, he says, oh, we are now burying, doing the funeral. We are now burying the body. Say, hey, the man died seven years ago. So we haven't even forgotten that he's dead. But it's like the people have, it, it can be some way sometimes, but the reality is that sometimes when you want to honor someone, a day may not be enough. God said, you, you do this feast for seven days. In the year, it shall be a statue forever in your generations. You shall celebrate it in the seventh month. This one, the Feast of the Booths, or the Feast of Tabernacles. And what was the significance of it? Because he says that, he said, you, and that day when you are doing the feast, you have to dwell in booths seven days, like you have to make tents and dwell in the tents. To remind you that I brought you out of Egypt, verse 43. Verse 23, that your generations may know that I made the children of Israel to dwell in booths or tents when I brought them out of the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. <laughs> Verse 44 says, Moses declared unto the children of Israel the feasts of the Lord. Why do we think that we don't need feasts? We need feasts. When it's Easter, it's feasts. Yes. When it's 31st, when we are crossing over, it's a feast for us. It's important. We are not just... It's not, you see, you think about it. When 31st happens and 1st happens, do you think your color changes, your height changes? You don't see any difference really. Because it's just like another day. But mark it. The, the dates are for a reason to help us in our memories. So 31st, we gather... We don't stay at home. We come together. We welcome the year. We say to the world that God has been good to us. For one whole year, He preserved us. For one whole year, He kept us. For one whole year, He provided for us. For one whole year, He loved us. And now a new year is opening unto us. To Him be the glory, now and evermore. Why why wouldn't you marshal your children and come? Every day giving excuses, giving excuses. One day you will die with your excuses. One day you die with your excuses. Excuse now. What amounts to yourself? They will kill you. The excuse will kill you. Passover. Uh, Pentecost. And then tabernacles. They were all significant 
milestones so that you can. And that's why we are also reminding you that Christmas is also a milestone in our our. We, it's not something that just we should. Have. I say, oh, bam, you look at him. Oh, don't you have a birthday? What's your birthday? Huh? 10th February. Look at him. He'll cry. He wants to be celebrated. Huh? Or they don't, they don't celebrate it. Even you will see him, he will send you a text. Oh, it's my birthday today. Do you think it's just for you to say happy birthday? Or Kyle. Because he's reminding you because if he reminds you, you will be reminded of the memorial. And the memorial calls for feasts. And it calls for gifts. Yes. Like when it's first, first January is my birthday. When you are, if, if you give me a gift, I will receive it. Uh, honestly, I will not joke with it at all. Because and I deserve to be given a gift in your as a person, as one of the special persons in your life. Oh yes. That's not nothing. My presence in your life is not nothing. Some of you, you owe me a house. Some of you owe me cars. I, I'm not saying that I should bring a car, but you should think about it. That's you don't always have to give 20 cities, 20 cities, 20 cities, 200, oh, 1,000. I've killed Bishop. Hey, this one, dear Bishop will die. Who told you that? 1,000 doesn't kill me like that. <laughs> you cannot easily kill me with 1,000. $1,000, cry, cannot kill me. Even 100,000 cannot kill me. Ah, tell me who you are. You'll be surprised. I will be counting it. I'll count it again. And then to be sure. And then when I see that there, it has arrived. So beautiful. Father, bless this giver. Let him live long. So that next year he can make it 200,000. <laughs> Clap for Jesus. Finally. 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 Now. Even, even I can I can't. So this were now. These are feasts memorial feasts that God gave them. There are also ceremonies. When Elizabeth's full term was come, she delivered. They brought forth a son. And she, her neighbors and cousins heard that the Lord had showed her mercy. And they rejoiced with her. And it came to pass that on the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child. And they called him Zacharias after their father. And the father said, no. His, his name will be called John. He said, nobody is in the family who is called John. Then his tongue was loosed. Ah! An angel appeared to me and told me that his name would be called John. That's why I'm calling him John. They didn't just give birth and just continued life. Some of you, when you give birth, say, oh, we don't do hadori. You see, you, you, are, you, are not, you are not serious. Don't do hadori. It's not necessary. No, Ghana for no more Ghana for me. Who, who told you that Ghanaians who like hadori? They did it in John's time. In Jesus' time, names were given and announced by angels. Oh, you don't have an angel if you announce your name. Oh, oh, yet be being significant. You have to do something significant to appreciate God for the great gift of a human life that He has given you. They did it in John's time. But let's look at the final group of this thing is memorials and Ah, the final one I'll give you. This one is memorials and what? 
supernatural memorials. Paul has supernatural reminders where God told him that because of the abundance of revelations, he had given him a thorn in his flesh. Nebuchadnezzar had a dream to remind him that God rules in the affairs of men. Belshazzar also had a dream. Spiritual memorials. You see, significant things that spiritually come to you. Like, the day a certain miracle came into your life or a certain supernatural... Like, I remember the day I was sitting at Kolegono. Bishop was ministering. It was Aman Chalak. I think it was 27 July, 1999. Oh, I've never felt then, since then, until now... A certain feeling here, just my lower, this belly part here. I don't know, it was not pain. It was not, it was not a sweet pain. It was not pain, pain. It was just a discomfort. I couldn't sit. I couldn't stand. The word was, every word he was speaking was affecting me so much that my whole region was weak. I couldn't lift myself. I knew something had happened to me that day. Spiritual, they become indelible on your mind and your spiritual work. They always bring you back to the place where you were once anointed or where you encountered God in a special way. I pray that God will give you such supernatural reminders. Sometimes it helps you to stay humble. Sometimes it helps you to, you know, to express you on to do greater work because you can know that this one, God did something for me. Most of us don't share testimonies. That's why we don't have more testimonies. Because sometimes testimonies are spiritual memorials to remind you of the power of God. And no matter how small it is, share it. And sometimes you may think it's small, but Charlie, what is small for you? It's somebody's miracle that he has been praying about. Even to take a step like this, it's somebody's huge miracle or too fat. When they operate on people and they say the doctors are waiting for that sound, it's like you have been able to pass gas. It's like, whoa! They, they jump. It's like the, the, the surgery has been successful. Oh, am, I, am I saying the right thing? It is a specialist gynecologist who is sitting here. Huh? Because the surgery has an influence on the intestine, it paralyzes yeah, it transiently. It paralyzes the intestine for a transient period. So when it recovers, then wind, and then later on, feces come through to show that the intestine has recovered from the same. Now it's working. Yes, Bowels are moving. Yes, they're working. Yes. And you are doing it. And you say, oh, what is this? <laughs> when I'm moving, this thing is worrying me. I don't think I like this thing at all. Oh, it will be a miracle. You see, sometimes I'm saying that, not that you should do it in the church, I beg you. Because here is air conditioning, I beg you. You can't be turning yourself up and down and then spoiling the atmosphere like that. It's not a good thing. When you're in the aeroplane, don't do it. When you're in an air conditioned environment, don't do it. Yeah. Especially if you have eaten eggs. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we know that it's working. It's not now that you are going to demonstrate. When you are on the operating table, that one you can do it there. They will like it, but not here. 
But I'm showing you that what seems small to you is somebody's miracle. Somebody's miracle. So keep sharing testimonies. I prayed about this. God gave me that job. God gave me that opening. It is the Lord. Well, you don't give offerings. So you can't even tie to an offering. I remember I, was, I gave this offering. When I gave that offering, oh, the Lord opened that door in the, the seven days' time. Somebody called me, I'm not applied for the job. And he, he called me and said, You are now going to be this. I said, Wow, I've not applied. Oh, but we want you. May God help you. So let us memorialize Emmanuel's arrival. And let us say, It's not insignificant. The heathen want to make it insignificant. The dead want to make it useless. But we who know the Lord, we must declare that it is Emmanuel. 25th December, Emmanuel came. Emmanuel arrived. The word became flesh. God came into our world. God walked where we walk. God stood where we stand. God felt what we feel. And that's why he understands what you are going through. He was tempted in all points like us we are, yet without sin. And so I pray for you that you memorialize it. And tell yourself that this is my great king has arrived. Oh yes, a king is born. A king has arrived. Oh yes, and to us, a child is born. And unto us, a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. The Mighty God. The Everlasting Father. And the Prince of Peace. Welcome Emmanuel to our world. Stand to our feet. Wow. Emmanuel. God with us. Father, we thank you for the blessing of memorializations. Memorializing and memorializing things that you have blessed us. We thank you that today we recognize that it is Emmanuel. 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 God with us. Lift your hand and just thank the Lord for a few minutes. Thank him. Muranda Shiki Adalaba. Zesumia Fandi Ilerimia Kasati Delinimuna. Hilorata Chike Kosiga. Barito Savia Bihandi Iloradicha. Zeli Kurama Handi Garuta Sisiemigabe. Yes, Lord. The memory of his arrival, the memory of his life, the memory of his, the purpose of his life will never be forgotten in our lives. Baruta chiki e pasutalaya, into kafia mikesa, barito siya mihindele mene, romi kafaya ta singelelele bushaya, imo kafanda la badariana. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, oh my Father. Forgive us your son. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Give.
Redeemer, Jesus, God's own Son. There is a Redeemer, Jesus, Jesus, God's own Son. Precious Lamb, precious Lamb. Oh, uh-huh. 
together say heavenly father i thank you for today i come to you just as i am please forgive me for all my sins and cleanse me with the precious blood of jesus from today i will serve you with my life with gratitude with a grateful heart i'll serve you for the rest of my days thank you father for saving my soul in Jesus' name, Amen. I know that heart burn with a flame, I fire consuming the doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy. 
Do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30pm and 10.30am. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.